Carl Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah, L W A F L. Right, we're going to play Racer's Alley from last week because the guys are not in the house in the hizzy. Alex, Racer Alex, he's texted me a lot this week, but I've been super busy and haven't answered him back. Huge apologies. Hi, Wade. Hi, Lunchbox. I mean, Milk Crate. Hi, guys. Uh, going to play last week's. Piano Fight tonight? Oh, see, I haven't. I've been working on Tuesdays at Benders, so I haven't been out on a Tuesday night mm. in forever. So I really don't know like the Tuesday Wednesday scene anymore. <laughs> Ready? Here we go. Hey, welcome here at Mutiny Radio and Racers Alley. And I'm sitting here trying to get the do two things at once and push record. Uh, 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 uh. Anyhow, it doesn't seem to be working. All right, we're starting off with the technical difficulties. Yay, that's always cool. And why is that music still going on in the background? Well, Milk Crate's here, so we ought to be figuring out something soon. Uh, let's see here. Yep. So, welcome here to Racer's Alley. Uh, we got some background music going on for some particular reason. But uh, Wade and I are here tonight. Milk Crate showed up, and yar yar, we're going to have some good music. That's what that always means. And uh, let's see, I guess what we're going to do is... I'm going to go to put on some music, and we're going to figure out what the hell's going on here. Cheers.
yeah, yeah, I'm sitting here jarring with Wade and Milk Crate, and yeah, we're talking about race plans and all that good stuff, and uh, you know, uh, a lot of clubs right now are starting to open up a little, which is really, really nice, and uh, AFM, AFM's going to be back out there, and they're going to be running uh, July uh, 18th and 19th over at Button Willow, and uh, I believe they have a track day over at Button Willow this weekend, uh, one of my pals just left for that. Um, they're also going to be running in August, uh, 8th and 9th, uh, either at Button Willow or Sonoma. I'm not, I'm not quite clear in how they wrote that down. But, uh, yeah, AFM is still running out there, having a good time. Uh, they're going to be out there, like I said, uh, July 18th and 19th at Button Willow and August 8th and 9th over either in Sonoma or uh, Button Willow. We shall see. I'll have to ask someone about that. Or, you know, if they're listening, call in. But anyhow, uh, yeah. So uh, that being said, like I mentioned earlier, we hope to have uh, August call in from Fun Track Days, D-A-Y-Z, letting us know what's going to be going on next. Uh, we're already here in July 3rd. They had a fun time over at Laguna Seca uh, from what I saw at my friends over on the face of my book. And uh, they're going to be there in July 27th. They're going to do the Thunder Hill three-mile course. So uh, have a good time out there uh, with Fun Track Days. Anyhow, uh, D-A-Y-Z. Uh, all our friends are still out there. You know, it's getting uh, a little bit more open. Uh, everyone's trying to watch out and wear masks and all that good stuff. But as far as shops go, you know, I know for sure, you know, O'Hanlon's is out there. Desmoto's out there. Um, Tokyo Moto's out there uh, as well. Uh, everyone's in a little bit limited times and stuff. Uh, as far as uh, if you need any, uh, one of our friends just got rear-ended. I gave him a Law Tigers uh, uh actually card, you know, Matt and stuff. So Law Tigers takes care of you if you get hurt, that type of thing. And uh, I'm calling Super Plush Suspension uh, very, very soon. I, I hear uh, he's out there running around, James, uh, uh, fixing things. And uh, I need to have stuff done for my race bike uh, coming out soon. So uh, yeah, Super Plush is always good. He's doing my VFR 400. Really? You yeah. already are. Nice. Cool. Uh, I'm glad that you, you communicated. Uh, yeah, we, we were just trying to get a hold of him and, and uh, wondering if he was out there. So... Very, very awesome. VFR yeah. 400. Yeah. Actually, good question. So Rich has my bike, and so Rich told Eric for me to go say hi. He's not answering his phone. I guess he's really busy right now. Yeah. He's probably doing a million different, you know, setups. Well, racers put everything off till the last minute, so they just said they're starting racing again. So for the past six months, everyone's been thinking about it, like myself, oh, calling up Eric. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, si yeah, similar. So there's supposedly three sidecar races left and possibilities and stuff. Everybody's still up in the air. And um, yeah, I've been working so much and blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I can move all my stuff to get to the races even. Um, yeah, everything's so tied down from being just busy working and stuff. It's hard to like get out of that mode and actually be free enough to go racing. Well, I hope you get out there. I mean, uh, sidecar's going on, so those folks are running. Uh, they're talking about it. They are in Europe and stuff. So, you know, supposedly there's there's three more possibilities to do it, you know, and, and they're, they're talking it up and everything, but, yeah, yeah is it actually going to happen? Exactly. And, and it's really and hard now, I mean, to, to, to know what's going on because what, one, what, one week from the next, you know, uh, yeah. uh, times are changing, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, a lot of yes, no, and indecision, yeah. and... and yeah, so, yeah, I was just looking at, at my setup. Yeah, it's easy to talk about anything, but I got to move like a mountain to pull my sidecar out and put it together and <laughs> actually show up at a racetrack. Well, it's been a while, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of dug in, and uh, it's not like rolling one solo bike on out of an empty garage or whatever. No, it's, I, I keep it well buried. 
Well, folks, you know, um, Wade and I have uh, uh, known each other a very long time, and um, if to, go to go to his house is like uh, going into a museum, and uh, there's really no space, per se. Everything is used up, and his garage is more so. I mean, uh, not to mention the classic cars. You got like uh, maybe two in there, and uh, a couple of RC500s, a moto, monocoque, uh, uh, yeah, uh, alcohol burner, uh, speedway. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I can name it. Uh, pit bikes, uh, monkey scooter, uh, pit bike. Yeah, it's sidecar. It, it goes on and on. Uh, it used to be two sidecars. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um, yeah, as far as folks go, I, I know how it is to pack a pack a garage, but there's no one that does it like you. <laughs> it's totally Tetris. Years of <laughs> years of training. Exactly. And so a, a buddy of my of my Mike Mike McLaughlin. Anyhow, you cover everything yeah. with blankets and this and that, and, and you could have a pile of whatever, but you don't know what golden thing is under there. could be brand new painted because it's got a blanket on it. You, I, like my Speedway bike, I, I tried to keep it out. It was on stage so I could see it for a long time. It eventually got covered and, and you know kind of moved on. But, yeah, you cover them very politely and stuff, and then things migrate and stuff. I got the toolbox on the every side of the garage because the, the <laughs> way the garage changes every once in a while. It's about to go through a big change when I pull the TR3 out. Eric has my motor done brand new, ready to go oh in. Oh, boy. And, I want to be and, there and, for and, that. And then <laughs> that's going to come back to life, which will totally change how the garage is set up. Exactly. Boy, oh, boy, I remember that. that, that boy, we had fun on that. and Last time we picked up a couple of stands and uh, – yeah, TR3, you got to look it up, and it's on Wade's Facebook page. It's a beautiful, beautiful convertible. It's just uh, so classic. What year is that thing? 57. 57. It's a yeah. small mouth. Everybody paints your, your car one color. One. <laughs> I did two two colors and kind of an American hot rod. Uh, it was a turquoise that ran into something purple, and it's really sweet. Yeah, I really, great lines. Yeah, really, I followed the lines that are on it. Mean, it's kind of diamond shape pointy shape and simple and it's it's gorgeous i was totally afraid to take it apart i'm still afraid to touch it because there's not a scratch on it <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean uh, yeah we we put a couple of times out on it but uh yeah it, it, uh, it needed a little bit of work in the short time it was out but boy was it an eye catcher and, yeah, uh, yeah, and i bought almost neat. everything in the wish book for it <laughs> and, it's, and you know that'll it, be fresh it'll, it'll be fun yeah it should it should run forever it doesn't get. We won't get run that hard, you know. The motor was done right this time. Yeah, I believe uh, our our pal Eric subculture yeah. racing. Eric Lindauer yeah, subculture yeah. racing. That's and right. Eric Lindauer motorcycle shop. Is he just opening that up? Yeah, uh, I don't know what it's called. It uh, was it Lindauer Racing. Lindauer Racing. Yeah, that's go. nice. There we go. Yeah, you are our new best buddy, even on what whatever kind of secret parts you can <laughs> get in on. And where where yeah. is where is that shop located? He's over in Marie. Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. Okay, so Lindauer Racing, Santa yeah, Rosa, which is fifty uh, miles from where we are. Yeah, a little bit out of town. We're in Sa Oh, yeah, of course. Thanks, Wade. <laughs> For our <laughs> listeners, we're in San Francisco and California in the USA. So uh, you got to look. On the edge of the world. <laughs> we can almost see Hawaii. It's right over there. And then you drop off. There you go. Yeah, and Australia is a little bit over uh, across the pond there. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, as far as San Francisco goes, he's a little bit up north. And as far as our topo topography goes, uh, here in California, we're lucky here. Uh, we have a lot of roads that uh, are canyon roads, uh, country roads, uh, coastal roads, and um, 
You know, we've been very lucky. You know, Wade and I uh, both kind of grew up riding in uh, different sections of California, but uh, same thing, only different. Uh, we cut our teeth doing back roads and canyon roads. And, uh, you know, it's a very, very unique way of, uh, of uh, riding and racing. Uh, yeah, and I, w I also did dirt riding and dirt racing. Well, I was going to mention that. Well, That's a different skill. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, which also makes you faster, by the way, fellas. Yeah, it's like all them little, you go skiing and all them little kids that go zinging <laughs> by, foo, foo, same thing with the, on a motorcycle. There's there's some kids that really get it, and you're going to watch that kid grow up and just be a rocket. Yeah, natural talent, you know, you know I mean, exactly. I mean, um, I grew up with a bunch of uh, guys, we were the hell rats, heh, you know, so we all had uh, about eight of us, different bikes, all of different years and stuff, and we just kind of ride and you know, you could tell, you know, what who were going to be the faster riders in the pack and that type of thing. You know, there was kind of a natural selection of who wanted to do what with the motorcycle and get the best out of it, that type of thing. So I think yeah. uh, most most clans usually have yeah. that type of pecking order. Something like that. I was in, I was I went to high school in, in Sonoma, Sonoma Valley High, instead of San Francisco or uh, Drake's uh, in Santa Fe, like I was supposed to, and dot, dot, dot. Anyhow, I went dirt ride and met all those guys and... Um, it was totally different. You now they started or restarted the Valley of the Moon Motorcycle Club. It was Jim Parks nice. from Jim and Jim's Motorcycles. He had five Yamaha motorcycle shops. Wow. And he lived in Sonoma. Uh, he was a really odd character and everything. We were all the little kids. and But he had five shops. He, he, he helped everybody and stuff. And, and so he actually was the one that brought back this little club Valley Moon Motorcycle Club. So a bunch of adults helped us out and stuff, took us dirt riding. We, we went to Knoxville. We went to Cow Mountain and stuff. I'm on a Suzuki 90 and, you know, blazing. And there's a bunch of us. There was actually three Suzukis. So we, and, <laughs> and so I was kind of into racing and stuff. And everybody else was going. They put me on a, uh, what is it, a, a Harley Sprint one time you can get this thing running you can race it uh, i couldn't find a place that it was good for but i found this big flat spot and i did these monster big old slides and stuff and, <laughs> and they took me racing right away right after that and, you know yeah you, well uh, it came natural to you yeah yeah it makes a huge difference some people have to work at it other folks are just uh, going with the way the flow so to speak so that's pretty cool yeah yeah anyhow um Boy, so uh, let's see here. Um, we're going to have, well, I think maybe Clay calling soon. Uh, Clay Murphy. Okay. Uh, FirstRides.org. He just uh, texted me. So he's going to call us at 740. Uh, FirstRides.org is an organization uh, that uh, helps uh, kids, uh, well, to learn motocross, I guess is the easiest way to put it. And get their first ride. Get to ride a motorcycle. Yeah. Where was uh, he when we were little kids? <laughs> we That's just great. Just Who's got a little it. kid? Take him over there. That's why you have an uncle back then. Uh, so anyhow, uh, firstrides.org, uh, uh, all his gear is, is donated. Uh, the motorcycles, all the dirt bike gear, uh, helmets, uh, boots, all that stuff. And we've been running, uh, I think it's been about six months he's coming on the show, yeah. as I recall. But and uh, the, as far as I heard, the effort from all the teachers, everything is volunteer to help these, help these little guys. You know, go out and run, and, and yeah, they've done a few a few classes. Clay's actually going to call in at seven forty, but I just want to mention, you know, I mean, uh, this is totally voluntary. Everyone actually is donating the gear. Basically, it's 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 
to have kids that would normally not be able to ride a motorcycle learn uh and it you know it comes from all classes so uh yeah it's it's really really nice um folks that uh, kids who would not normally get a chance can go out and ride a dirt bike yeah. all, all you need is a parent to call them up and say i want to get my kid involved Gotcha. Oh, yeah, that part. <laughs> Back in the old day, we just took the bike. Okay, so, yeah, we got a call. So, uh, Clay will be calling in around uh, 7.40, letting us know about firstrides.org. And talking about that, uh, Mr. Hawk Mazzotta uh, is going to be calling in around 7.20, I believe. And he's going to be talking about, again, uh, a motocross type of school. Uh, I saw him on the face of my book. Uh, I was interested in uh, the class he's running, the program he's running, and I thought it would be neat to uh, – have them on the show as well to uh, put the word out, you know. I mean, uh, Racers Alley is about motorcyclists, everything motorcycling. And, of course, uh, you know, uh, there are next generations coming. So uh, there are people out there who are actually spending time teaching those folks how to be fast and uh, go uh, racing safely and have a whole lot of fun, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. In, sure. in, in all genres, uh, dirt, uh, pavement, everything, yeah. you, you name it. And there, there's a few little kids out there that will – Go by like you're sitting still. Yeah, I was uh, talking to Malcolm, uh, my workmate, and he was showing me some stuff on the Facebook book on his phone, and uh, I am a phone. And boy, uh, there's a class now where these kids have these little, uh, like, they're not pocket bikes. They're in between a, a pocket bike and a real bike, and they're out there just like, you know, fully kitted, and they're having the time of their life. Well, tracks like Stockton, Buttonwill, that's you know, out there. You know? That's right. And it's really, really neat. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to actually, if any of your listeners out there are involved in that, uh, uh, yeah. that sport, please call in, 415-550-0511, and uh, yeah, I'll give you a free pack of popcorn or something. There you go. Uh, Lodi yeah. has it also, Lodi Lod Motorcycle Okay, Club. yeah, okay, there you are. Yeah, they run almost uh, every week when, when it's running. Uh, they just had an open track day at, at uh, Fast Fridays, which was actually Speedway and Flat Track, and so all those guys are kind of getting together. They're itching. They want to go riding, too. And so do all their kids. Yeah, you well, know. get out. There's nothing like a racetrack on a nice uh, evening afternoon, especially in the valley where it gets warm and starts to it's cool down. It's always warm. It's <laughs> cooking. Yeah. It's cooking. I've been going out to stocks, and it's at, like, at least 100 all the time, <laughs> even at night. You want the fan. You want the windows open. It's cooking. Those guys live out there. It's it's okay. It's like I I gotta kind of escape. You can drive back. It's a hundred miles, back <laughs> to the fog. It's right there. It's so much cooler. Yeah, yeah. big difference. San Francisco, we always have fog, folks. So we're we're uh, a coastal town. At least every yeah. other every other week or every two weeks, it's <laughs> we get one or two days of a hundred degrees and we melt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One hundred means actually seventy six. Mm. Uh, okay, yeah. it's, it's like that in Stockton every day. Yeah, and uh, most racetracks are as well. I think the only racetrack in California would probably be Laguna Seca. Yeah, we only race when it's hot. hot. Yeah. <laughs> we melt. All, all our tracks here are hot, so yeah. Right. yeah. I live at the cooler. Keep my keep a towel or something around my, my head and everything, and it's, well, you're just cooking. Once the sun goes down, hey, it's not bad, but by then the races are over. Well, now, uh, pit, uh, pit racing and uh, barbecuing. Always fun. Hey, I'm sorry yep. to hear El Skipador, our pal here. Uh, he's uh, done a, you know, a lot of tuning for a lot of uh, good t AMA teams and stuff. But El Skipador, you know, uh, I'm going to miss you, man. Uh, he moved over to, uh, uh, I think, uh, what did they call it? Like Gilroy. Uh, 
we had a San Francisco. A lot of our folks are leaving just because it's San Francisco. Oh, and it's kind of turned yeah, funny. So he ended up moving in uh, Gilroy. But El Skipador, like I said, you're always welcome here. Got a couch to crash on. Come on our show and uh, always talk about the AMA teams you're working with. That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you are. All right. We're going to take a little bit of a break here, a little crate. Uh, throw something on, and uh, we should be back in about five minutes. And, uh, and we can rock out. Go from there. <laughs> Groovy, man.
<laughs> well, actually, you know, we can get jarring and all of a sudden it's 20 minutes later. But uh, anyhow, uh, Wade, myself, and Mo Crate are here having a good time and uh, just shooting the shit about racing and what's going on and uh, how everything else is going. Uh, Mo Crate, how's that ninja you're riding? It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it's like a only eight thousand miles on that thing. Uh, I see racing coming. Get on the track. Go have yeah, some fun. I, I really <laughs> want to talk to Fun Track Dave, man, about that because <laughs> he was trying to goad me out there on my KLR, uh, but I think on a two fifty it'd be a lot more fun. For sure, actually. Um, you know, right now slow bikes are pretty much the big deal, and um, yeah, I mean, if it's you look not at like AFM I'm be and able such. To use all that two fifty on my first time out there anyway. No, um, I generally say. Uh, the best way, uh, pin it, close your eyes, throw it into a turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can use the full power that way. You know, it's nice wishful thinking. Uh, we got some music going on in the background. Or is that just my head? That's just my head. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, last show too, man. I, I guess it's my filling. must be the communists, but uh, we'll work on that. Anyhow, um, boy, oh, boy. Um, like I said earlier, uh, Pedro is going to be calling about the San Pedro Martir. Uh, races going on in Baja as well as the Baja International Tourist Cup and I'm, I'm very happy to say that I was just talking to Wade and uh, Wade's planning on going out there as well I didn't want to go alone so there we are you are welcome Wade <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. you go yeah it's like uh, it makes me so happy I have no idea and uh, uh, I really like the idea of that DTR1 um, he uh, with that particular motorcycle ended up um, revolutionizing I guess in a certain respect uh, the, the Sacramento Mile or the Mile and uh, dirt, dirt tracking that way, uh, which uh, the first kind of a first super bike, I would say, that would be on a, on a, on a, on a, on a single uh, dirt track, yeah? That I know of that w is successful. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Well, it, it, you dialed it in. I was there, you know, one of the first years, and it, I mean, mm. it, it took four years, but, but uh, that thing is really, really nice now. You know, yeah, ready yeah. to rock. I mean, uh, after after everything, the exhaust. Uh, I think uh, Zeke uh, do, uh, really uh, did a nice job welding that together. It screams going down the down the uh, front straight. Uh, I think that's even on YouTube right now. So from from what I've uh, seen, uh, you yeah. can catch Wade on uh, Wade Boy DTR one. I think. Yeah, something like that. There's a there's a couple. And basically, go go with my name. But uh, was, uh, Dave Devoe has one also. Um, it was a couple of years we didn't do it, and it was, it was one, I think it was the last year, um, somehow it, it destroyed itself. We saw it, and then it, it blinked off. <laughs> what do you mean, the video disappeared? Yeah, the video disappeared. All our all the latest ones, which were some really good racing. Oh, wow. um, but anyhow, all of them are really good. Um, most everybody's on a single. There's a couple of twins, but the twins aren't fast enough. Um they're uh, like old Viragos, I believe. Uh, well, there's, there was there was two people with Viragos, and they're doing r really good. Um, I, I guess there's some triumphs and stuff, but anyhow, the fast guys are on singles. In the, I'm running uh, one of three different classes. The 30, 30 it's an age class. <laughs> the young guy yeah, class. The young guy class, 35 <laughs> years old, 50 years old, and uh, 60 years old. Now I'm a little for all of them. And it's a, any bike, any year, any size, anything you want to bring out. That's and true. If you're 50, you can join a 30 or 40 class, huh? Yep. Wow, wow, yeah. that's the advantage. And, <laughs> and it's still the same same thing. So those are three classes that I pick on. Nice. Um, I usually have one bike. Uh, I work on two. 
And, you know, I built the DTR one just to do the mile, which is now the Sacramento mile. Yes. I don't care where it is. Um, I, I want one one at uh, Stockton, and then they they changed to Sacramento. Sacramento has long straightaways. And ah, okay. And, and, and who is that? <laughs> Must um, be a phone thing. Yeah, so anyhow, <laughs> I, I built it built it for that. Um, all of every most everybody's on singles. They they run what what you normally flat track with. My dad told me once upon a time some of these guys build special bikes just for the mile. So anyhow, that's what I did. Well, yeah, I mean uh, the frames was a Rickman frame. I mean there was a lot. Uh, the yeah, Rickman frame, Champion frame. Yeah, there's a lot of um, night frame. There's a whole bunch of trick stuff yeah. that everybody used to do. Now you pretty much take a motocrosser and put little wheels on it and do a couple things. Yeah. It's changed again, but nobody's really selling twins. So the twins, have, they're still there, but now they're vintage. They're not really going any faster. The singles are faster until um, you get one built up or you bring out something modern. I took out my SV and it was like, with a little little more effort, I could win this class, even SV on that 1000 then. Uh, yeah. yeah. What, a 2000 or something? It was, was my street bike, O two. 2 It's O2. what I could get my hands on. Uh, nobody's handed me really a race bike, Harley. Actually, I was in, I was in uh, Lodi a couple of years ago, and I got to ride a couple Triumphs and did really good. It was great. Nice. You, want, you want to ride this Triumph? I'd love to ride that Triumph. My dad rode a Triumph. I don't know what that was what uh, they're what like. The Cervetti bike? No, uh, he was on a had a single Honda single, and this was somebody basically out of Lodi and Stockton and stuff. Nice. Um, he had this. Uh, he had two bikes that he was running, and I got to ride the second one because the sec second guy didn't show up, and I believe it was a, a old Brelsford bike. Ooh. Nice. He has a killer collection. He's got this big old barn. He's got other stuff, but he's got this barn with all the cars and bikes and everything that you would want in it. <laughs> you know, a dream, a dream hot rods, ride. this, that, whatever. He collects Harleys. He's got Sal Hoffman's old Harley. Oh, that's where he went. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I never got to ride one of those yet. Yes. So I had you know, R1's girl in my neighborhood, and that's what I got a deal on. And I was told it wouldn't work, and I played with it, and, and I made it work. That's right. We had a little bit of an issue, and it always, all it was, I still talk to this day to Sean about it, one washer, a little washer, um, created a little bit of a devil in there, and I'm hoping that's something that's uh, with my ZX-636 race bike, same thing, keeps overheating, something somewhere, just a little thing, but yeah. there, yeah, yeah. It's a little tiny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's great, and uh, that, that, the DTR1, folks, um, listeners, um, uh, wait, it's a it's a two thousand I think a four five, or five, five. two thousand five YZFR one. Uh, basically, it doesn't have any of the bodywork on it. It's been totally modified. Uh, but it's basically it. stock. It is. <laughs> it's, it's got. It's, it's only I, got one hundred and sixty yeah. horsepower as a. I took track. all the fairings yeah. off, changed the handlebars, okay. used Virago handlebar mounts, drilled two holes in the chop triple clamp, boom boom, put on some handlebars, got new. Uh, longer lines and stuff, throttle cables and stuff. If you pull the disc brakes off, which I did, there's these really sharp edges, so I had these giant washers, non-discs, is what I call it, made. So there's nothing sharp, and it's like a spool. Okay. Uh, you put that where the discs were. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. If nice. anybody was to get down there, whatever, 
when tech goes down there, I, like I rolled my bike into tech and it's like, I didn't have a proper bike. So, uh, so I, he goes, this is a proper bike. <laughs> well, actually, it's a one of a kind, I believe. And and built properly. I've got stuff safety wired. It's got this and that. Everything's right. You know, Yamaha did a really good job. Did you use a stock frame? I sure did. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a looker as well. And like I said, especially with the exhaust, uh, it was welded on nice. Uh, it was it, it and it screams. It, it's just made just to go fast. And you look at it, it's it's a nice bulldog. And you you listen to the videos and and folks who. Um, you know, have come around because when it first came out, pissed off a couple of people. But uh, you know, it's a rung with your prung. Sorry, you know, just because you were here for whatever, right? Uh, yeah. Winning for ten years doesn't mean you there's a new there's a new sheriff in town and uh, rung with your prung, and they didn't like the idea of having new machinery, I believe. And yeah, uh, they didn't know what to say. <laughs> well, well, there's, there's one guy that's squawking, uh, yeah, Mr. Chihuahua. Uh, he's <laughs> a, he's on a totally tricked out Honda 350 single. Got all kinds of old guy helpers and everything, and and dude's really fast. And and, and he, I found him in turn one in first place, and so I waved when I went by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you look at uh, a lot of Wade's videos, actually, I just can't say it's a DTR one, but it's usually on a front wheel. So uh, yeah, that's the thing about the I guess the flat tracking is you it allows you to just be on a wheel like half the time. Well, almost. <laughs> so uh, it didn't wheelie at first for a couple of years. Um, I was running a higher gear. I was doing this. I was okay. doing that. It actually blew up the second year. Yeah. Um, because it, uh, it wasn't put together right. It was put together out oh, of washer. three dead motors, and dude got yelled at and was not allowed to put in new bearings in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> and then dude said, don't blow up my motor. Well, it lasted 18 miles. <laughs> and then, And then it made a lot of funny noises, and I had a single. <laughs> and I pull yeah. off the track, you know. So anyhow, we rebuilt it. It's it's basically stock. I got a new crank, new rods, new everything, all new bearings. Um, uh, Ned put it together and and kissed it, and it's been running great. I put twenty to fifty miles on it a year. Yeah, yeah, and it's a wonderful twenty or fifty miles uh, a year. And just like racing, you know, I mean, we can sit here for two years but uh, when a race comes up you know the two years were worth it i mean even if it's 10 minutes i mean uh yeah. right now myself i haven't been doing a, a whole lot in a long time and uh, i'm really really looking forward to the san pedro martir because uh as a road racer you really don't have a chance to road race uh i was lucky when i was living with wade um in 2010 uh, he got invited by um uh, uh Argentini argentinians and uh, we got to go over to Copina and race, and uh, yeah, David you know, uh, Perez. Yeah, David yeah. Perez, and uh, um, it was just a very unique experience. I mean, I've always thought road racing happened at the Isle of Man or England. I mean, uh, Ireland uh, proper, and uh, South America right now is uh, starting to. St I think that's a trend that I, I hope catches on that a lot of the countries decide to take on because they have wonderful roads and. Uh, like I said, uh, Argentina, Copina, that's a wonderful place. Oh, my God. And uh, right yeah. now, uh, we're going to go to Mexico and, and uh, do the San Pedro Martir and uh, the Baja International Tourist Cup that's coming up. And, uh, again, you know, uh, South America is uh, Mexico, South America. Road racing, it's on our continent. It would be really, really easier than uh, Wade's been to Australia and New Zealand and everywhere else. Uh, I mean, that costs a lot of money. I mean, at least we can drive. 
uh, partway down there, that type of thing. So look, really, really look forward to road racing down there, and uh, we're getting new opportunities. You know, yeah. Yeah, really, really neat. So um, let's take a short break, and uh, we should probably get a phone call here soon. No, yeah. <laughs> well, great. What do you got going on? I see a red album and a black album. Uh, we've got Roxy Music next. Roxy Music. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone there? <laughs> All right, we dropped our first phone call of the evening. Let's try it again. Mm. Sorry, Pedro. <laughs> 
Pedro, I'm sorry. I, I definitely owe you a 12 pack or something. Yeah, just tell me, tell, tell me what you want from the U.S. It's yours. You are. It's, it's under 12 bucks, but yeah. Sorry, mate. Anyways, uh, yeah, you know, uh, we here at Meany Radio, and uh, especially Racers Alley, you know, we kind of go with it. And uh, sometimes you kick start it, starts at the first kick, and sometimes you foul a plug, and uh, it just goes both ways. Yar, yar. Um, so anyhow, uh, Pedro should be calling back. Hopefully, I'm sorry about the disconnect from uh, our, uh, I guess, technical difficulties. But anyhow, um, yar yar. Where were we? We were uh, rocking. We were rocking. <laughs> All right, wait. <laughs> so like I said, it really, uh, it really takes a load off with uh, uh, Wade uh, wanting to come down to the San Pedro Monte Hill climb as well. 
Um, big thing is, uh, you know, getting a car out there, getting a truck out there, getting all the uh, logistics. And uh, Pedro will go over as I well, you want to have all your paperwork and such. And uh, if you have an older truck, you better bring extra hoses and water and all that good stuff. I mean, uh, Wade, you've always been going on with uh, old uh, campers and uh, your vans and everything else in the world. I don't think you've ever had a new car going far away. <laughs> new? Yeah. No. Not, so not a new. Part of racing's getting keep working there. at it, but new, yeah. no. And uh, uh, last couple of years, I've been actually uh, borrowing milk for each truck. Uh, nice Toyota as well, which has been very nice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Fantastic truck. Uh, the nicest thing I got was like cool Van Halen sticker, dude. Yeah, they really, really liked the hell out of and that. you liked it so much you bought your own, huh? Right. And, uh, yeah, so Chad's got that truck. He's working on it, getting it together. And uh, so, you know, going far, you do have to have a proper transportation. And sometimes as a privateer, you don't have the new stuff. Uh, a lot of times in the um, in the uh, pits nowadays, what you see, you see some really nice motorhomes and stuff, you know. I mean, AFM yep. Racing, privateer, I was like, holy shit. Uh, yeah, seven, yeah, seventy AFM grand setup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, AFM has a, a pretty impressive uh, uh, pit setup <laughs> collection. So, uh, they, they they did a armored two days, and then they did a AFM two days, and there was actually a big difference. I stayed ah. there and saw the difference between the two. Well, there are definitely and two different organizations. Arma is a American Historical Motorcycle. Racing Association. Yeah, and they're out of the East Coast, really. Yeah, the East Coast, and they I think they have three different segments here in the United States. Uh, wonderful bikes, uh, yeah. all classic and such. Yeah, all kinds of older stuff. Everybody's really nice. They go all over the country, and and uh, um, I think a bunch of them are retired and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> how yeah. can you afford to do that? Well, to I'm, yeah. it was it's it's great, and and a lot of them go up and and get. You know, a whole bunch of trophies. Like, you know, they all enter three and four classes. It's great. Well, that's the thing. I mean, um, certain classic bikes, you can order uh, or enter different classes. Um, yeah. Like you were mentioning earlier, Wade, I didn't know. It's like, oh, you are enter 50 class. That means you can enter the 30 and 40 class because you got seniority. So, yeah, all right, yeah, you can always take advantage of that uh, loophole, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they, there's some where they just have classes by by bike and stuff also but in the old days that's all how they did it but now it's kind of changed and yeah so there's three classes that go by age and there's you can ride any bike you can get your hands on and so then yep. yeah you then you got to ride it and then if you really want to beat everybody that's a whole different story because nobody wants to get beat well there's uh yeah the <laughs> right l- last couple of yeah exactly you know i'm a racer and i hate being uh, faster or slower than slowest but uh it happens and, uh, yeah, AFM, last couple of years, I've been running, uh, well, I, I, I'm a novice still, and I haven't even been able to get past a race. But, uh, yeah, the Formula 50 class, boy, uh, Formula 40-50, we got folks like Montano out there, you know, kicking everyone's ass, the Corey Calls and stuff, and, you know, um, yeah, uh, guess the, what? Yeah, Racing them older guys doesn't mean you're going to be going slower. <laughs> yeah, some yeah. of those guys never stopped racing. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and, and you think it's great and everything. Yeah, I got uh, I was at Button Willow, and uh, one of our older guys, this guy was two years older than me, took me out in a bus stop. I know, and, I asked and, you. I was like, a young kid? He goes, no, he was older than me, Alex. I was like, what? <laughs> I think he forgot his glasses or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stop. <laughs> it's like anything else. Uh, and so um, sidecars are a similar thing. They're all on 600 nowadays. Nowadays, It makes it all much closer racing and stuff. 
And when I was racing, I did a couple races at Buttonwill AFM and stuff. The most dangerous spot is the, the bus stop and them hairpins or whatever, where people got to get on the brakes. And if there's two people going in together, you can't run into each other. <laughs> Uh, you it's mentioned really that. It's really simple. Really simple. Well, you've been going out, and uh, yeah, you mentioned that happened uh, uh, last time you were out on the sidecars. Uh, uh, two people trying to occupy the same space. Some sometimes that happens. You try to leave. I'm gonna say true or something like that. A little bit of space, <laughs> you know. You, there's rubbing and and then there's running into people. And that, that, that's not allowed. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, so well, racing's racing. You can get excited. It's supposed and to all. be sportsmanish, even if even in the professional department, you don't be running over somebody. <laughs> Exciting's exciting. You get all it, excited. It happens sometimes. Yeah, you get yeah. excited. Everybody tries this out. Whatever, you know, it's it's not perfect. Yeah, you are racing, but seasoned folks yeah. shouldn't do that. But shit happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyhow. Um, yeah, I mean, it's as far as racing goes, uh, everyone's, especially right now. I mean, uh, I, b- I believe the first AFM racing is coming soon, uh, within the next week. Uh, I wish I could be there, but uh, you need to save my money to go to uh, road racing down south. Yeah, um, July 18th and 19th. Boy, that's that's right around the corner. Next They're going to be racing in Buttonwillow, and uh, I love that track. That track's yar. I have a good time. It has good line of sight going to be hot, but uh, it's going to be the first race of the season. I think they're going to have four this year. Um, Which is, will be good. Good be good, be good for everybody. Yeah. And so everybody is fresh, sort of, and, and in the same mode. And, you know, yeah, they'll put together a great program. Well, the first and ra- last races are generally the hairiest, in a sense. And uh, everyone getting out there and getting used to stuff. And this year especially has been kind of a, a messed up year, so uh, hopefully everyone takes care of themselves. But uh, as well, you know, racing's racing. So, you know, it's a different mindset than a track day, uh, and, and interestingly enough. And in many, many different ways, uh, things you didn't think you would do, you will do in a race. Um, you you got to keep your head down more. And uh, generally, um, you got to be on the gas proper. But uh, that being said, um, yeah, uh, well, I guess the easiest way to put it is uh, we got four races left. Just get through the year. Use it as a practice. Get to next year. I know I've been advocating for a six-hour endurance race. You know, what do you got with four races? You got a whole lot of nothing. But if you have three races at the end of the the, the fourth race, you have a six-hour endurance race. That gives you something to shoot for. There's nothing like racing for 45 minutes an hour at a time. Am I wrong? It's a great yeah, way to have good. laps after lap. Uh, you know, Wade and I have been in endurance race more than a couple of times. You get off the bike, you get on the bike. Um, yeah, you get lap after lap. I mean, a six-hour endurance race would make up for the year that you lost and yeah. also give you something to look forward to. Four races, yeah. second race, you might be dialed in. Third race, you're going fast. End of the year, you're done. So you got four races if you're lucky this year at the AFM. Not bitching yeah. about the so AFM. I just say you, you, you just have to add Colorado to the mix. <laughs> Holy moly. It's a phone uh, call. Let's the bat see phone. Bat look phone. out, look it's out. It's either going to be Pedro or Hawk. <laughs> well, right. can work it this time. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Here we go. We're going to push the button here in a minute. Hello, hello? Hello, you there? Ah, holy moly, it worked. 
Oh boy, yeah, we. Push the button in hard enough this time. All right. I'm oh, sorry. that's a deal. I screwed up. Uh, who are we speaking with? This is Hawk Mazada. Hey, Hawk Mazada. Uh, we were, uh, we accidentally hung hung up on Pedro uh, uh, earlier for the San Pedro de Madrid racing down south. So uh, oh, at least we figured this out now. Uh, Hawk Mazada. Um, my name is Alex Torres Mori. Uh, we got Wade Boyd here in Milk Crate Brian. Um, Wade and I have been around here, you know, road racing and stuff, and uh, uh, have this show over here in San Francisco, California, called Racers Alley at Me Me Radio, which is a, a studio that does comedy and other things in the heart of the mission. And um, boy, you know, uh, we've been connecting on Facebook, and uh, I've been impressed, uh, you know, uh, with what you're doing. Uh, we have a, a regular here, uh, part of our wrecking crew, uh, called uh, Clay Murphy. And he does an yeah. organization called FirstRides.org, which deals with uh, teaching uh, under, you know, uh, kids who wouldn't normally be able to get on a bike uh, to learn how to ride motocross. Everything's donated, all the gear and everything. And I noticed on your Facebook page, um, and uh, you have a similar MX course going on. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome to hear. I didn't know of that. Super cool to hear what you've got going on. The yeah, word's going I, out as far as your class. <laughs> good. Good to hear. It's it's only been around since the end of last year, but uh, wow. I'm, I'm pushing it. Yeah. Uh, what exactly? Um, Hawk, uh, actually, uh, I've had a lot of concussions racing and stuff, but I know you've, <laughs> you've been out there. Uh, can you give us a little bit of your background? Yes, sir. Um, well, I uh, started riding motorcycles at three years old on the old three-wheelers, the, the old death trap. <laughs> holy moly. Uh, just, uh, you know, rode for fun as kids around the ranch. We, we grew up ranching. Um, and then uh, I moved to Monterey, so I was uh, right there by Laguna Seca. Nice. And uh, I went out, <clears throat> I believe I was 15, and there was a Dennis Pegolo track day going on. Yeah, I remember and, it I went out and watched and uh, was just blown away by it and linked up with a couple of guys who were, uh, at the time, racing, um, Joe Carrillo and Al Salveria. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. I was mentioning with Wade. It was like, you know, Hawk Mazada, how are you? Old school name. I, you know, the only thing I could think <laughs> of was Al Salavaria. And, uh, yeah. It. Okay. So you boys were out yep. there. Okay. Yeah, they were out nice. there teaching a school and... Um, they came over and we were chatting and uh, they said, hey, you want to try it? I said, yeah, I want to try it. So they uh, gathered up some, Al had leathers, boots and gloves and helmet and all, and um, I got on the back and it, that was sort of it. I was sold and um, Al took me under his wing. We just hit it off, awesome guy, and he was racing 250 GPs at the time and um, he had a little 125 and he just got me going and it took me down to old button willow and willow springs and we hit it hard and um that was it i started racing at 16 uh 125s and all the club racing nice. wsmc and asm and um took off from there proper road racer then uh not only motocross i was wondering if you're a motocross or a road racer as far as uh you know your uh skill set i'm i'm a road racer that that was the first thing I ever did was road racing and um, went up from 125s to a slight bit of 250s and did the Aprilia Cup Challenge at Laguna Seca. Oh, yeah. All right. First nice. pro race. Um, 
which was awesome, you know, falling behind John Hopkins and uh, racing battle with Alex Gobert mm-hmm. and um, got on the podium. That was sort of the start to my career. And I dabbled in flat track and um, awesome. sort of all forms of racing. But now road racing was You're like Wade then. <laughs> Wade, has done, uh, Wade as well. Uh, Wade has done the flat tracking and the two-stroke 250s and everything else between. So, I mean, you definitely have a – your skill set is – you do all bikes, <laughs> which I is really, really cool. Yeah, anything that uh, is two wheels and you can get a little sideways on, on, I'm all about it. That's great. And, um, you know, we were just mentioning earlier in our show, like Wade was mentioning, uh, uh, when his youth, you know, he did, uh, you know, road racing, but also dirt. And um, it seems to me right now you have a program uh, with uh, uh, dirt riding uh, with children. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I um, – all my years of, of road racing, I linked up with a lot of guys uh, that had track days or schools, and I would say that I was taught by the best in the business. I worked with Freddie nice. Spencer. I went to his school. Um, Jason Pridmore took me under his wing, and I I uh, took his school and rode for him under his team and worked then at his schools. And wow. I'd say I really learned from the best. I took Rich Oliver's school. Um, just <laughs> so I you know Rich and Chucky. <laughs> oh, and Chucky Corns, just the best guys. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> I always thought, man, someday I would love to have a school or a camp of some sort. And it really just came together. Okay. Uh, my fiance and I were talking, and she said, just, you need to do it. It's what I'm passionate about, and there's nothing better than, you know, passing on what I've learned over the years. Oh, that's and great. It really came together. I've got a seven-year-old son, and um, he rides really well. And all the parents at school were asking, hey, how, how do I get my kid into it? So I just said, well, bring him out, and I'll teach him. Then it turned into, awesome. I need to start doing this. So, yeah, I, I teach all ages from three years old and up, skill <laughs> levels from never ridden to pros, one-on-one. Um, but the, the kids are really where it's at for me. I love teaching kids. Well, it came cool. naturally, cool. and it really is cool. And um, so um, <coughs> that's really, really, re- you filled a space that needed to be filled, and um, with your skill set, I mean, it, it sounds great. Um, what what um, what do you need to do to get in your class, and what, what um, I guess, what programs do you have? So right now I'm, I'm pretty um, word of mouth, if you will. Um, I just – with the help of others, because I'm extremely computer illiterate. I need to learn more <laughs> Racers, dude, racers. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> so I've had some help. I've got a Facebook for Hoffman's Automoto Camp and Instagram. I've sort of got a website um, up and going. So Can you mention their names out there for our folks that uh, are listening? Um, I think we've got probably seven people listening today and about 25,000 others somewhere. The what? Where they're located. Where are you located? So I'm up in Cottonwood, California. That is Northern California. I'm a tiny town just south of Redding, California. Okay, Redding. So, okay. Yep. I am. Uh, for, so from you guys in San Fran, I, Fran, I'm between two and a half to three hours. Okay. For our listeners uh, in different countries, I mean, uh, it's still Northern California, and uh, boy, oh boy, uh, this is very exciting. Uh, Hawk happens to be an exceptional racer for our listeners, and um, yeah, he's teaching our youth, which is wonderful. And uh, Hawk, so um, as far as uh, entering the program, uh, 
do we have a website to get a hold of you? Uh, do we have a contact, yeah. that type of thing? Yeah, if you go to hawksmozatamotocamp.com. And H-A-W-K-M-O-Z-Z-A-T-A? Uh, yep, M-A-Z-Z-O-T-T-A. There you go. Hawksmozatamotocamp.com. And uh, my link to there on, uh, on there, uh, my phone number and um, location. Um, and pretty much all the info, like the current camp, the kids camp is this weekend, so it'll have your information of uh, dates and times and costs and what sort of the curriculum, what's included. Can you um, explain that? I have that? motorcycles for rent. If you don't have a motorcycle, I have gear. Um, so if you don't know how to, if you never sat on a motorcycle, you can show up and I'll have you lined out and riding in four hours. All right, Hawk. That sounds awesome. So let's let's go back a second here. And let's let's um, can you explain the curriculum uh, and the bikes and uh, go from there? Yeah, so uh, depending upon who I'm working with. So uh, if I've got kids, you know, my curriculum would be potentially a little different than than adults. Gotcha. Um, but in general, um, my curriculum for a beginner to an intermediate, which is the majority of students, is mm. number one safety number two is have fun if we have if we're safe we have fun and uh i i just went through a program um through usmca so the united states yes Motorcycle congratulations association and that was started by i'd say the, the core group of motorcycling you know in the u.s the orch family and, and so many others that formed this to have a just a ground to coaches you know at at a high level how to teach and number one is safe you know this sport is inherently dangerous and there's a lot of guys out there who teach that that maybe are not qualified and and so um for me (laughs) and my camp um you'll come in here and we'll go over the most basics of a motorcycle uh the parts of the bike how to start it how to shut it off and then we go through body positions we go through ergonomics of the bike and body position how it affects it and i mean we do a lot of drills mm-hmm. you know from the basics of front brake rear brake both why you use one versus the other um trail braking lean angles we cover so much uh you name it we'll do it off camber and um that's at awesome my facility i've got ovals tt track um, a mini moto uh it's very safe any jump or whoop is extremely safe um so you can sort of cover anything that we need to cover here. Um, so, Hawk, are you saying that you have a um, you have a compound like the Roberts where you can go out and actually uh, show up, and you have certain areas where you can do all the drills? Yes, sir. Yep. I got, I'm not going to say oh, I've been awesome. out to Roberts. And that was pretty <laughs> epic. But uh. hopefully, in the near future, I'll be to that point. But right now, I've got yeah, 21 acres here. That's at all. The, at the property that um, <laughs> yeah, sort of uh, endless possibilities. And as well, awesome. just 15 minutes from my place, we have the Shasta Supermoto track, which is absolutely beautiful paved, you know, a go-kart track with a dirt wow. section. I also teach Supermoto, so for road racers or street riders, we go out there and, and teach that discipline as well. Well, that discipline is going to make anyone faster, and 
yeah, I mean, uh, Wade's a TT boy, you know, back in the day when he was younger, and yeah, that's, yeah. you teach a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. Put them all together, yeah. what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> boy, you know, this sounds so exciting, and um, it's really, really great, and um, if you want, you know, I mean, uh, uh, send me some information, I'll always be happy to, you know, mention it every every show, uh, as you. far as, uh, you know, let's, let's get folks out there learning how to run and how to have a, a you know a really really great time, right? Yeah, help you out. That's yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. That's what it's about. You know, exactly. People you out know. there that, that ride that just need a little uh, help of where to start, or I mean, you can prolong a, a hobby or career just by knowing the right way to do it. And we've all been there and gotten hurt, so you know. <laughs> well, that's uh, a whole different conversation. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice to get a little help and go yeah. do it right. Exactly, and you know, uh, I was just mentioning earlier one of the boys that what I work with at Tokyo Moto, and he's showing these pictures now. They got not quite the Grom size, but they have these little race bikes, and they're doing oh. them in stocking and stuff, and uh, they're fully the kitted Avali. with us. Is that what they are? They're quite awesome. I mean, a volley. They're a miniature GT bike, super bike. They're awesome. I rode the one. The next stage. Ooh. Oh my you God. rode one. Incredible. Yeah, um, I rode one at our Supermoto track. It's the way of the future. They're starting kids so young now. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yep. <laughs> oh, very, very we cool. all want one. <laughs> I wish they had them when we were, we were younger. We were riding a, a, the stock uh, YSR. Yeah, back yeah. in the uh, day. Yeah. Uh, I had a mini bike. <laughs> I had a DT-175. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, <laughs> learn what you learn on. Bring up. Yep, this is the right. 70s. <laughs> you are. Yep. Well, Hawk, you know, thank you for calling in and um, – Feel free uh, to call in any time. Let me know. And um, okay. uh, definitely, you know, yeah. uh, uh, forward me uh, your information. I'll put it on out okay. there. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, Clay's going to call in with uh, fun tr- uh, f- uh, firstriders.org uh, in about uh, five minutes. And, uh, again, okay. he has a motocross, uh, uh, you know, uh, learning folks uh, who've never ridden before and everything's uh, – it's a different type of situation than what you're in. But uh, – Boy, oh boy, that. very, very exciting, and um, thank you. an honor for having you call in, Yar. Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. And we'll, let's let's get together soon, and uh, yeah, just plan on, you know, uh, every one or two weeks, uh, having a, okay. you know, uh, just call in and, um, you know, t- 10 minutes and have an update cool. of what you want to do. What's and new? Yeah, exactly. You know, that'd okay. be awesome. You got <laughs> it. No, I'll do it. I, it's good to chat with you guys. Thank you very much. And cheers, brother, and thank you for calling. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Yar, yar. <laughs> Let's put on some music. <laughs> Thanks, Mo Crate. <laughs>
right, so Mo Craig took over the show, and uh, RER, and I believe we have Mr. Clay on the phone. RER, Clay, you there? Yes, sir, Alex. Boy, oh, Mr. boy. Alex, for being all formal. How you it's, been? Uh, great to talk with you. I also have my son, AJ, here, who is one of the lead trainers in First Drive. AJ, cool. how you doing, mate? Right on. Doing, doing well, yeah. Heck yeah. Awesome. Great to, great to hear from you, and I hope you and Wade and Milkrate Brian are doing well. We miss you. We're getting by, and yeah, we miss everyone. Boy, oh boy, you know, it's been weird times lately, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, at least right now we're able to actually broadcast again uh, and uh, have a show, and uh, certain people are going, holy moly. Hi. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Our captain hey. of Mutiny Radio just showed up. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. So anyhow, um, Clay, you know, um, you know, it was interesting uh, earlier today. Um, uh, yeah, so far, hold on, I'm moving a bunch of stuff around here. And uh, Hawk Mazzotta called in, and he has a nice class going on regarding, uh, you know, uh, teaching folks how to do motocross racing and such. And uh, went back a while, and uh, I wanted you to just, like, uh, haven't heard from you in a while, and... Uh, during all this COVID stuff of housefirstrides.org and uh, explain things again. Good, my friend. Things are good. And first of all, I did tune in and listen to the interview with Hawk and I'm most impressed and I am going to add a link to his website and Facebook page from our uh, website under resources to be awesome. able to find that perpetually. Um, and they sound fantastic. And so kind of TLDR, as they say, and my business is um, we want to eventually get to the point where we provide scholarships for kids to be able to go through classes such as this, kids who wouldn't be able to afford it. That's um, awesome. As well as, right? Well, as you well know, it, I was thinking uh, between Hawks program and your program, you're kind of on the two different spectrums. And, uh, yeah, I thought, uh, you know, it's, you know, uh, as blending-wise, I mean, it's all about the kids. It's all about writing. Exactly. But, you know, for me, Alex, I really want to get kids and families in the program who couldn't otherwise afford it. That's really the main thing. Gotcha. That's what Crisis is about is you don't have to know someone in motorcycling to get into motorcycling. No, and uh, Wade and I were mentioning earlier, I mean, everything you have has been donated. I mean, from all the gear and all the motorcycles, and even Wade, you were mentioning the, 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 the probably the help, the, yeah. the help, the instructors, yeah. Brother, I was about to say the same thing. The time, really, as you time. all know, the most valuable yeah. thing is people's time. And highly skilled motorcyclists are showing up on the regular. So this past Saturday, wow. yeah, we had uh, Micah Miller and Charlie Hatfield and some new volunteers kind of come over and walk through. We've got a tentative class going on here, my friend, July 25th. That's nice. kind of the big news is we're going to do something right here at our little place, uh, just kind of ramp up very uh, young, new riders. That's kind of an interim pandemic limited uh, event. And then we're going to soon be out at Hollister Hills targeting wow. September. Nice. Awesome. And yes, uh, my friend. Uh, how is everything going? Um, do you need me to donate a two-stroke 500? Well, this is what I want everyone to do that's listening to the radio station that can afford it. And this is um, look out for B360Baltimore.org. So this is an organization in Baltimore. If you've seen 12 O'Clock Boys, uh, as an example, um, these are folks from that community who are attempting to teach STEM, so science, technology, engineering, math, to kids in the community using motorcycles. Awesome. So um, 
Um, they are a fantastic organization, and I've, we've been in contact with them uh, over the last uh, six months or so, trying to figure out a way to work together. Can you repeat and, that um, name again? Um, it's B360Baltimore.org, and uh, they're a wonderful program. And they have about 300 students who are awaiting um, classes because they've basically been stymied by COVID-19, sadly. Gotcha. And so I want to put a huge plug in for them. Uh, please and do so, so always. Um, yeah, Brittany, their founder, absolutely fantastic. And they're just wonderful people and doing uh, great stuff. They're actually taking what we want to do to the next level as far as I'm concerned, and that is basically give, give kids not only motorcycling but a career, perhaps related to motorcycling, but definitely a career as well. And I just I, I love that. So I think they're doing something fantastic. And if you haven't seen 12 O'Clock Boys, I highly recommend it. I'll look into it. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, my uncle taught me how to work on bikes and stuff. And in a sense, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if your, your classes are like that, to have the extra uncle or aunt or whomever to get folks interested. And, you know, it's it's like anything. I mean, uh, you got to know where the spark plug is. you got to know how to kickstart. you got to know where the throttle, clutch, brakes, everything is. And, oh. um, and, you know, it's all about education. And what's really nice is, uh, especially uh, about folks who normally wouldn't be able to do it. And, uh, you know, uh, there's a Rossi out there. <laughs> exactly, yeah. dude. I mean, you know my theory on all of this, right? I mean, this is it's not just motorcycling. I mean, the next Mahatma Gandhi is, you know, it could be anyone, right? And yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. like, give so everyone a chance. Exactly, and and you know it's wonderful that you're doing that, and uh, you know, SFMC is. Uh, I hope everything is going well out there, and um, yeah, whatever you need, you know, let me know. And um, everything right now is just kind of in a funny situation. I haven't seen you in a while, Clay, but I know you're out there. You know, I got pictures of you all over my wall. Um, it might be like a stalker <laughs> thing, but don't worry about that. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I you just want to make Alex. sure. Well, That's a given. <laughs> not okay. as much as I do. Dude. Can't wait for staying yeah. out of vendors at some point soon. I miss yeah. that so much. Well, everything's just kind of funny right now, and we hope it'll get better. But even more importantly is actually um, you, as well as a couple of other folks that I know that have uh, been running things on Motorcycles Outdoors, at least you can do it. And it's nice. Keep it separated. Everything. Uh, going dirt bike riding is not COVID dangerous. And uh, right. you got the dirt to get with the particles and everything else in between. Yeah. And, um, yeah, um, just keep Even on letting that us. spread out, dude. Like <laughs> Bungie Brent, Back Road Bash, he intentionally limited the crowd to half of what it was last year. No kidding. So everything's yeah. going on. Here you are. So, um, Clay, um, what's going on next? And would you like to put a word out? I'd love that, my friend. And so uh, July 25th, we have a little class going on here as a trial of our own expanded curriculum. And that's full. But September 15th, uh, I'm sorry, sometime in September, we're targeting September 5th is the date. Um, but we're solidifying that right now. We are doing a training in Oscar, and you've got a big website to reflect this. But it's really fresh news, my friend. Yeah. And, um, yeah, definitely. And then we're going to attempt to expand to this is really hot off the presses. And I need to talk to the board about this, by the way. Um, but we're really hoping to start to train um, women as well down the line. No way. I'm sorry. You got to leave the women out of motorcycling. There's no way you could have girls riding motorcycles. 
No, yeah, no, why no, would no. we want, oh, God. you know, smart, uh, yeah. sensible people yeah. on motorcycles oh, we're gonna be we can have a bunch of lunatics? Yeah, yeah we're going to get our asses kicked. <laughs> God damn it. All right, well, you know, you're going to be in the history books of introducing women to riding motorcycles. And yeah, we're know, all, right? we're, we're all, we're all in a world of shit now. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> awesome. They can teach us a thing or two, brother. You've met Jennifer Braun. Oh, yeah. She can teach. She's taught me more than <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> Wait, not even go that way. R E R. Um, no, that's really, really awesome. And uh, the fact of the matter is, I mean, um, interestingly enough, uh, I've seen that women have gotten farther in motorcycling than other sports. We got some folks out there right now really kicking ass on the Alaman. You know, and um, everything yeah. else in between. Everywhere. Um, yeah, truly. Track, so, um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there, there is no gender difference in motorcycling. Really, it has to do with, like, you know, just wide open. Yari are. But um, Yari are, Clip. Uh, I know you're out there out right, right now. And um, yeah, um, I want to hook you up with Hawk and um, uh, Hawk Tosada and his program. I think um, it's all about the children and also the next generation. You know, um, definitely, exactly. It, it's a big oh, thing, right. and um, yeah, um, We're on the same page, brother. It's all about the next generation, and it's really hard for them to learn now. And we can make that easier, especially now. And also, what you have, which is what we never had, was actually someone willing to teach you that had bikes and gear. <laughs> Usually, you had to well, go steal it and shit. The, the, the first part of that equation we're working on now. We have gear, thanks to all of you. So much. I can't uh, express it. I mean, we've had so many gear donations. It's been fantastic, Alex. I mean that. Um, uh, so, Clay, do you need some bikes? We're now starting to get some bikes, dude. So we're getting enough funding where we think we can go out and buy some old used or bikes and have our own. Okay. And so that's so the next level. We nice. need new bikes. So all you um, looters out there, yeah. if you loot a bike between uh, 80cc and... 250, just leave it in front of me radio, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, we need new bikes. Yeah, you know, actually, so like looters, 50s, get us bikes. 50s, brother. We're really looking. Actually, we have like so, so we have a, a few 125s and uh, a 110 or two. and um, But really, the smaller bikes, my friend, like the 50s. Okay, like that's PW interesting. 50s, like PW50s with, uh, uh, what do you call them? The training wheels? So Ooh, you're yeah. looking for well, entry level bikes, but you're looking no for entry level. level bikes, yeah? Entry level bikes, 50s, okay. 70s, 90s, 110s. So you heard really, it here. The smaller, the better. You heard it here on Racers Alley. Uh, I want you five listeners to goddamn get your checks out and buy some bikes. So we really need some <laughs> between 80 that, and 150s, dude. and, and uh, donate them. Donate Yeah, a Berkeley on the Yamaha, sell them bikes. But uh, so. Um, yeah, actually, Clay, uh, so what we're looking for is really beginner bikes. Yes, please, Alex. That's really where we're That's deficient important. as far as loaners go. We actually don't – we have an XR80. I want to give props to the Sunday morning ride crew, wow. David Allegri and Tony Rua is coming together to bring us awesome. an XR80 cool. and donating gear yeah. as well. Hillary Davis from Dames Don't Care made a huge uh, cash donation recently. That's awesome. That's why we're in a position where we can start to um, get uh, – and there's so many donors. I mean, dude, I can go through the list, and I will. You can um, uh, next time, whenever you want, dude. Um, we appreciate this because guess what? I mean, we're kind of in our way, but we got to teach a younger generation. Mm -hmm. you know? 
Yeah, and so on that note, Alex, if you don't mind, I was going to just actually hand over the mic to my son and kind of, you know, let him express why we're doing this because he's actually been a huge help. Can I ask uh, him a couple of questions? Happen. Yeah, and you haven't gotten to meet him. He's kind of the – him and his sister are the prototypical uh -oh. first rides, first riders, I would say. I'll be nice yeah. then. You probably know that this has been a – I mean, been in the work for a number of years now. I mean, my dad. Is this a son? I haven't heard you yet. Yeah, Get the mic closer. Son. Yeah, you need yeah. to meet him. Okay. Uh, would... Is your dad a yeah, boxers they... or briefs guy? And has he ever actually, like, you know, opened the fridge and drank the milk out of the refrigerator? <laughs> totally. He's got his own place. Yeah, That's how mature he is. Damn, like he's that. a racer. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's in a van. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in all seriousness. <laughs> Man in a van with a plan. <laughs> so who am I speaking with? AJ is the name. AJ? Uh, and it's Alex, correct? Uh, sometimes. AJ? Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Nice to meet you, mate. And uh, you're helping yeah, Flip out, you. and you're part of the class and program. Uh, what would you like to say? Um, I just want to talk about, uh, like I don't know, general stuff. I, I don't know if I can charts what i'm going to say yeah but i think i'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent myself well do you like and peanut butter with bananas or just peanut butter i mean there's a difference you know white I bread really um yeah so this has been a process that we have been uh just it's been in the works for a while now and we've been really just getting it more and more together you know, as my dad says, I'm kind of like the pilot of all this because he taught me at a very young age. Nice. And I'm very thankful for that because when I'm on a t any, like, any two-wheeled, uh, like, construction, whether it's a bicycle or a motorcycle, I feel comfortable, you know? Um, like, I, I it's, it's like second nature, muscle memory, you know? And I've, I've almost always felt that way. I generally don't doubt myself too much when I'm riding. It's only now that I'm starting to dirt jump on BMXs that I'm getting a little stressed at times. So, but really, uh, though. Uh, jump on BMX yeah. bikes. Yeah. So, are you yeah, in your 20s? <laughs> no one jumps on BMX bikes in their 30s. <laughs> I know, right? I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually, today I've been painting my BMX and uh, just redoing it and uh, just upgrading some parts. Wade, his favorite color is purple. Yeah. yeah there you go. All right. You're our pal yeah. instantly. Ding. Right. We have a winner, folks. <laughs> right? A little bit of black. Yeah. So anyways, here you are. I'm glad yeah, you're it's, a it's, part it's of the really program. Yeah, I'm really glad to be a part of it. And I'm just so stoked to have the help of all of our volunteers because this is not something me and my dad could be doing by ourselves. Definitely That's not. a huge difference. Like, and thank there you are for saying so that. many pieces to this puzzle, but you know we're starting to see the image. You know we're yeah. starting to see the picture. Evan from Monkey Moto School has joined the crew. Evan, Evan Arkush. Oh God, yeah, damn it! Totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think right. you should burn this effigy, and then you'll be fine. No, Evan's more part of our wrecking crew here. And he's awesome. <laughs> he just sent one of the girls. Hey, we're gonna shop suck you guys earlier. in too. You're gonna be drawn in. <laughs> no, Evans. Evans actually part of us here, and yeah, he's had a few. I, I believe they just found his third stolen bike. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Evans had hard times here and there. 
But, uh, you know, that's great that you're part of the program. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, all we want to do is just um, here, just, uh, yeah, let's just make biking and racing go on. Like yeah. Wade yeah. said, uh, we're a show about motorcycling, motorcycling stories, and uh, just trying to keep everything going proper. Yep. I think that's what we're all trying to do is just spread the love. You are. You know, you it's go. fun riding bikes. All right. So, yar, yar. Uh, please send us a medium pizza a deep dish. And uh, we're at Meet New Radio. What? We don't like pizza? Yeah, motorcycle. Yeah, 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 a motorcycle. Make it large. Find our pizza, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next show, next show. But thanks for calling in. And um, really, you know, as far as our show goes, um, we can set, uh, just like Pedro, I'm sorry, Pedro Valdez Feliz, uh, that we missed you earlier at 7 o'clock. But um, you can you can have a piece of our show, uh, uh, you know, one or three times a week or whatever. And call in and just definitely make sure that you let folks listen and let them know what you're up to. Because, I mean, as far as what you're doing, it's fucking wonderful. And uh, we're just, you know, it it really is. Thank uh, you, Everyone wants that. We don't want to build a network. We're just trying to build a network, buddy. We don't want to compete with any of these other providers, like Hawk and them. We want to help them, dude. No, I think think, uh, everyone's together on this. Yeah. And it's all about just being motorcyclists. I mean, I'm sure if Hawk listens to this, I mean, he would probably be going, yar, yar. So, uh, you know, um, yeah, we're all in this together. Um, Yeah, so let's just all get more motorcycle racing going on. And uh, in the future, I'm going to run for president. We're not going to have religion anymore. It's if you're a rider or you ain't. You know, and well, then we'll, yeah, we ride. We ride or you don't. You know, <laughs> <laughs> ride to live, live to ride. Live to ride. <laughs> but thanks for calling in, folks. And um, you know it. Yeah, we love you, you all. Uh, be safe. Uh, I believe you're Clay. You're out there having a good time. Yeah, you too, Alex. Let me know, Wade, Brian. If you need anything whatsoever, man, I'm there. Thank you. Uh, fresh apple pie. Yep. All right. right on. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers, baby. Cheers, guys. Much love. Be safe. Oh, yeah. So that was a fun time. Let's have, uh, what time is it? It's 8 o'clock. Boy, my show is way past over, and that's why Pam's here. Uh, Oh, Pam says nothing's happening, so we're just still rolling. Hi, Pam. There's no one here at 8. We're still on. I do want to say before we (laughs) forgot, though, happy birthday to our late friend, Robbie. Yes. We have it yeah. gone. And that's yeah. why I had the, uh, the horn out. Go, Robbie. Uh, Pam had a horn on her show, and Robbie was always our horn guy. Yeah. So, R.E.R. Sound effects. Uh, R.E.R. Brian, do it again. <laughs> and Pamtastic, I can't hear you. Come in here. R.E.R. Oh, I, just, I the, remember his little black outfit with his little purple piping. I love this little purple <laughs> piping yeah. on his suit. Purple piping. Yeah, purple piping. So cute. Subculture. R.E.R. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, Robbie's birthday was uh, just uh, passed, and uh, part of our wrecking crew, uh, motor tire guy, and we loved him a, a, a shit ton. And, uh, yeah, yep. he just kind of went quickly. And uh, But he's with us, and uh, he'll always be with us, uh, especially here at, uh, uh, well, actually, what are we doing? Uh, Racer's Alley, Mutiny <laughs> uh, Radio. So, yeah, yeah. Let's take a break, and uh, we might be on for a little more. Let's talk to you.
sure you hear those party sounds. You know what time it is. It's 6 o'clock. It's time for happy hour here at Mutiny Radio, the happiest of two hours of indoor comedy that's dirty and outdoor comedy that's clean. It is time, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. We're, gonna, we're starting up this open mic right now. Because it's six o'clock and it's time for everyone to take their chairs six feet apart. Look at that. Six feet distance from one another. Choose a chair that's six feet apart. Choose a choose a chair that's six feet apart. It's a new game. It's like it's like musical chairs, except that there's only a couple of them. So all the chairs are distanced, six feet apart. Of course everyone's wearing masks. Of course they are listening audience. Why wouldn't they be? Uh, uh, there are unicorn cupcakes up at the front. If anybody needs sustenance, there is sugar at the front of the stage. You are welcome to take those. They are made by Hostess, not by me. So they have nothing in them except sugar. Yay, just sugar. There's no drugs in those at all. Yay. All right. Uh, Hey, Aaron, do a favor for me and throw me that list so that we can get started with this crazy open mic. Hell yeah. I looked through a book today of clean, I thought might, they might be clean jokes and thought about, all right, that's a list. That's relatively full and exciting. And uh, no, uh, we have to be clean outside at the seven o'clock show, but in here you can fuck swear all you want. You can talk about your dirty, dirty dick. You can talk about schmegma or Shmegma Farms. You can talk about harvesting your vaginal yeast to have yeast to bake bread in these crazy COVID times. You can talk about anything you want. Doesn't matter. Dirty, clean, whatever. We're inside. Yeah, sh- dip in your balls in schmaltz. Yeah, you could have some confit balls right there. We can, get, we can get started on that. Hey, he's the first one up tonight. Thanks, everybody, for donating 2 to $5 for Mutiny Radio because, oh, my gosh, it's so expensive and COVID is crazy. And I didn't get that last grant. I just got a thing in the mail today. They're like, you did not get the grant. 4,000 people applied for oh, 75 spaces, and we don't give a fuck about Mutiny Radio. That's what the city told me. It's okay. No, they do. I'm sure they do. All right, but I give a fuck about all the comedians tonight. Uh, it's going to be four-minute sets at three minutes. You'll hear a horn. That means you have a minute left to wrap it up. Uh, and then also, if you're a new comedian, you can know what a minute feels like. That's kind of why I do it with the horn, because then you know. And it's radio, so everyone can hear you fuck up if you run the light. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Got my stopwatch going. Your first comedian. It's his first time here at Happy Hour, so you better clap your motherfucking hands together. Put them together for Thomas! Hello! Oh, I miss sports, everyone. I miss sports. Do any of you nerds uh, miss sports yourselves? No? No, I don't think you do, because you're at a Friday night independent radio comedy show. I'm going to go ahead and wager that uh, you're all you're all big nerds. But I miss sports a lot. I miss trash talk probably the most about sports. Grown men yelling aggressive things at point-blank range at each other's face. Where else is that sort of heralded, praised in society other than maybe Bravo Network or something like that? I've tried listening. T- I've tried watching uh, Real Housewives. It just doesn't quite do the trick for me. 
quite honestly. There's always the threat of violence, but there's not enough violence to be totally fair. Um, shout out to my Vickies out in the crowd, my Vitches. Any Vicky fans here? What a pioneer. I'm glad that nobody knows who the fuck she is. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, some of my favorite trash talk is the things that athletes yell at each other that have just lost meaning over the years. Like if anyone does anything hype, anything in a stadium, what are the first two words out of every fan's mouth, every player's mouth? Let's go! Let's go! Y'all ready to go somewhere? Let's go! Where are we going? Fuck are we going? It's the top of the first inning, Dad. Double play ball. Let's go! Buzzer beater shot. Let's go! Girlfriend denies proposal of his of her boyfriend in front of 20,000 screaming fans. Let's go! You dodged a bullet, my dude. Another one that I really love is uh, uh, 